0: To get your copy, visit our website at TruthSeekersMysterySeries.com. Mystery Series.com. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. This is Felice Gerwitz, and today we are going to talk about being present to your family. This is episode 429, and you can find today's show notes at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. When we talk to our kids, do they hear us? We call it selective listening, right? Well, what does being present mean, and how can you be present to your spouse and your kids in a way that impacts your relationship in a good way? Well, that's our topic today. We are going to talk about the importance not only of listening, but hearing what people are really saying. Also, I'd like to invite you to check out my website. We are getting more and more books on there that you can actually buy directly from Media Angels. So if you check out MediaAngels.com, it's kind of the hub of where everything is. It has our sister network on there, the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network, if you want to hear some really good uh, Christian-focused podcasts and our books and classes. So um, as I said, stay tuned. We're going to be having some information about our um, classes coming up and also maybe a challenge for the kids. I haven't 100% agreed I'm going to do this, but I've talked to my grandkids about it and they're giving me thumbs up. Uh, So maybe it's going to happen. Sorry to be so cryptic, but um, just uh, keep me in prayer um, as I continue on. So today our topic is going to be being present. And what does that mean? It sounds like some kind of new agey mumble jumbo, doesn't it? But think about this. If you can turn off this recording and take some time to really think about it, I'd like you to do so now. And if not, just bear with me. Again, I wish this was one of those times we could be sitting around a table and talking about this together, but what I want to share with you is what being present means to me. It means being totally focused on the person speaking, no distractions, no dinging from the phone, that you just have to get that text message right this second, or answering the phone if it rings. It also means ignoring all of the distractions around us. There's nothing like talking to someone and seeing them distracted with their phone. I mean, we see this every time we're out in public or we go to dinner and we see couples that are sitting across from each other and they're text messaging instead of being present to the one that's right in front of them. And maybe it sounds like fiction, especially in the world in which we live today, But I promise you, it's not. I know this is the time in which we live. We live in a time where there are so many distractions. There are so many things that are happening in our world, and we can't even keep track. How many times do you get emails or have signed up for things, and you can't even find the time to look at them, and you delete them so many times without reading them? And a lot of work goes into those emails, right? Somebody's written them and they want to get something across to you. But we just don't have time. And now I'm telling you that you need to make the time and just focus on the person talking to you. What if you have, like my daughter does, eight kids? Gets kind of crazy, right? Well, if you can do this, and I'm talking about small steps here, it's going to improve not only your relationships with your children, your spouse but with your friends and those around you. I have to share a story about a family member that was the most outgoing and jovial person in the world, especially around friends. When this person was in a room with people not related to them, they were amazing, personable and attentive. But when they were around their family, it was the opposite. They were sullen and critical. Now, this is an extended family member, not someone in my immediate family. And I really thought about it, and I thought, you know, why is it that when we're around those we love, we tend to be critical? We tend to be impatient. Kids make faces at their parents when they're being talked to. And that answer is really different for each person. But what I'm going to say is I'm finding that in one case, There are insecurities, and in other cases, it's really a grab for our attention. Remember, that squeaky wheel gets the attention, right? So that misbehaving child is the one that we're typically focused on. I wanted the best relationships I could get with my children, and I found that many times I was distracted. I was busy. I had work to do. Didn't they understand that? Well, of course they do. And then what happens is they don't turn to you anymore. They turn to other people. Being present means keeping promises and not making promises I can't keep. Being present means putting down or turning away from whatever was so important and more important than one of my kids who needed me. Being present means that nothing else is as important as that person that I'm talking to or who is talking to me. And I'm telling you, you will see your relationships change if you just do a tiny bit of this. Being present means so many things to so many different people. But one of the things it means is just listening. I'm a talker, and a lot of times, and I have a daughter like this as well, that we tend to interrupt because our minds are racing ahead and we already have something we want to say before we even let that person finish. And we really need to let that person finish. And I've caught myself doing it as well. How do you introduce the topic of being present to your family? And this is the other thing I want to say. I'm really big on doing things together as a family because you keep each each other accountable And it doesn't hurt that good behaviors will be encouraged, right? If you're doing it on your own, then you're going to feel resentful. Well, I'm being present to them and they're not being present to me or vice versa. So we really need to start with a family meeting. In a nutshell, a family meeting is a time when you gather together, whatever is a good time, after, right after dinner, just leave the dishes if you can do that and go into another room or clear off the table quickly together, put the dishes in the sink and sit back down at the table and talk. Usually the the parents are the ones with the topics and then as your kids get older, you may allow them to add some topics that they want to talk to. You about Because it's not a time to sit there and complain about things going on, but it is a time to sit there and say, this is something we're going to be doing and introducing. And then you can talk about whatever that thing is. For example, being present. This is what being present means. It means not having a digital device or being distracted by something else when I'm talking to you or you're talking to me. And one of the things you can do at this family meeting is go to the meeting without a digital device. In my family, we have a lot of rules, and I think I have some podcasts about this as well, but phones are not allowed at the table at all. And that is a pet peeve of mine, and my kids know when they were younger and they had a phone, they had to put it in a certain place. Now that they're older, even if they have a phone in their pocket, they know to leave it alone Or to put it on mute, and I don't even want to hear the buzzing because that will mean it needs to go somewhere else. So when you have your family meeting, you will talk to them about what you require. And I have some ground rules I'm going to share with you. But I want to share something funny because it makes a good point here. When my dad was alive, he lived with us for the last 12 years of his life. And so when he would see us having family meetings at the beginning, he would just hightail it out of there and go to his room. And then as he learned more and more about what we were doing, he was really intrigued. And one time he joined us and he says, I have something to say. And I said, sure, dad, you know, hold on a second. And, you know, I'll, I'll include you here. So finally, um, My husband and I shared some things with our kids. And then I said to my dad, okay, so you wanted to share something? And he said, yes. He said, I'm really upset that nobody in this family pays attention to things and you don't notice anything. And I asked him to further, you know, like explain dad. And he said, well, I took the salt shaker that was on the table and I tipped it on its side and all day went, went on and nobody even noticed and righted the salt shaker Because I know, because when I came to dinner, it was still on its side. And so his point was, if the kids left something on the floor, they just stepped over it. Or if something needed to be done, it was ignored. And that really bothered him. And so, you know, I thought that was the most hilarious thing, that my dad actually staged something and put the salt, salt shaker on its side so that he could show us that, We weren't paying attention to what was going on and things weren't getting done. And my dad ran a tight ship in his house and he owned a restaurant and he ran a tight ship there as well. And so I thought that was so funny, but of course I'm not laughing, you know, as we're discussing it. And I said, Dad, you know what? That's something we really need to focus on and think about. But we could consider it, you know, hilarious. I mean, we still talk about it today that grandpa did that and nobody paid attention, but it was significant to him. And many times when we think something is so important, our kids don't, and they could care less. So that just puts things in perspective. And having a family meeting is really a great way to introduce a topic that. Has been bothering someone in the family. And like I said, as your kids get older, you know, this can be a time where they can also contribute. But again, it can't be something like a blame game where they're just upset at one person. You know, it has to be something that affects everyone in the family. So here are my rough draft ground rules for being present. And please take this with a grain of salt, change it, don't use any of these, use all of them you know, do whatever you want. Again, these are on uh, the website at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. You can go to episode 429, um, being present to your family. So the first is, number one, is don't abuse the privilege because I know of certain people in families that are going to abuse it, that they're going to expect 100% of your attention all the time. And so you may have to set some parameters. The second is no negative body language. If you can accomplish that, congratulations. I think that that is one of my pet peeves. You know, I used to quote scripture and tell my kids rolling your eyes is an abomination to the Lord. And, you know, when they're when they have their arms folded or they're angry and scowling when you're trying to talk to them, it kind of defeats the whole purpose because they're closed off and we can see that, right? Or when they have their hands on their hips and they're like, okay, bring it on, mom. What can you possibly say that I'm going to listen to? So we really want to be focused and we really want to minimize, at best, the negative body language. The third is to stay focused. When someone is talking, we just need to listen and not say anything. Yes, some kids can go on and on and on. And I just want to remind you, that we can go on and on and on. So you know keep it brief if you're talking to your kids and encourage them to do the same thing and stay focused on what they're saying. They start going off on tangents. you can put you know kindly bring that to their attention. The fourth is to ignore interruptions. Again, another one of my pet peeves. I am around adults and we are in a meeting and their phone dings or it rings and they just have to take it. There is nothing that immediately important that can't wait 20 minutes or 30 minutes unless you're a doctor and are going to surgery or something that's a crisis. And we just need to be respectful of other people's time. And the fifth thing is to set a time limit because, again, this can be an all-day thing. We don't have time to be present to each one of our children 24-7. So, you know, set some parameters and, you know, use it for times when it is important, but also remember that no matter what your kid is saying to you, they think it's the most important thing in the world, even if we don't, you know, think of my dad and his salt shaker. So what are your ground rules? And again it 's going to change because of your family size, also the age of your kids and I realize it isn 't always possible with larger families, but I watch my daughter do this, and she is pretty much present for her kids when they talk to her and you know I, I'm, I can really applaud that. also, you can encourage your children to do this with each other, and this is a very valuable skill. I know I've been in meetings uh, through the years. I did this networking thing for my husband uh, for four years, and it was torture for me because I would have to sit in these meetings with nonsense being sprouted about, you know, things I wasn't interested in. And so I got really good at just sitting there and listening and saying to myself i'm going to take away one good thing from whatever it is that they're saying and so i ended up using this skill with others and there's got to be something hopefully that's a good takeaway from whatever the kids are saying your spouse is saying somebody you know out in the world is saying and you know of course that can't always happen But that was my little defense mechanism. Otherwise, I was going to be bored out of my mind sitting in these meetings. But being present is one of the most important things that you will do as a family and that you will teach your children to do that will turn into real life skills in the future. Another thing that I'd like you to consider is that being present also can help you in the spiritual life, in prayer, in prayer. Just being present to our Lord, being there for Him as He is there for us. Well, friends, take care. God bless. I will talk to you soon. Again, the show notes are at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Episode, what is it here? 429. And do go check out my website at MediaAngels.com and share this episode with a friend. Uh, Give me a star rating, share it. Uh, Let others know uh, what we're doing at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Take care, God bless, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.